Now what? Now what? Now what? Now what? Now what? Welcome, you're listening to the Now What Society, a weekly podcast dedicated to women who want to explore their edge, seek more, and laugh at their mistakes, all while choosing an alcohol-free life. We're glad you're here. We'd love to have you. Let's get into this week's episode. Let's go, Tamar. We're recording and I'm spraying. Okay, I'm spraying. I'm spraying. Beep, 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 beep. It never gets old. I need a new bottle. Wow. I'm hanging out with my friend Tamar Medford. And I'm hanging out with my friend Lane Kennedy. And we're hanging out with you. Thanks for hanging out with us here on the Now What Society podcast. I'm super stoked. We're still talking about recovery in this Mm -hmm. mini series. Mm -hmm. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about the importance of self-care. Oh my God. And sobriety. Here we go. (laughs) This is a big one. Go ahead. This is a big one. That's all I wanted to say is listen up because this is important. It's important, but it's just like, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. Doctors talk about it. The commercials talk about it. The scroll, the Instagram, all the life coaches. More self-care. Come on. Now, as a co-parent now, you were going to mention something to the moms because I get it now. Yeah. It's, 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 you, you have to take the mini mental health breaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's almost like they're kind of planned into my day as a mother. Otherwise I turn into a basket case at any point. But the other thing with being a parent, a mother is that, you know, I've gone through these different stages of being a mom where I just, uh, I just needed to sleep. And then it was like, I just need to take a shower, right? Those are forms of self-care. So my self-care has changed over the years as a mother, but I still need the self-care. But I don't like to, again, I think we talked about this before in an episode of like, I don't really like to label it as self-care. <laughs> I just am like, <laughs> Ugh. I don't know that word. It just doesn't work with me. Yeah. I think of self-care as massage oh. going, well, I think massage is self-care, but when I when I hear the word self-care, that's typically what I go to is stuff that you have to spend money on. But that's not true. You can, but you don't have to. You don't. Uh, I'm just going to go back to the mental health day. I think that's an overlooked strategy. And when I'm working with a new client, I will have them put it into their calendar. Mental health day. Time out. And they usually do that like once a month. They just block it off their calendar. They tell their boss, I- I'm going out of town. Like I have a doctor's appointment that's out of town or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, But I think that's something that everyone can do is just take a mental health break. And especially now after the p- pandemic and how we've escalated our lives again. Oh, yeah, much. it is. And I hear that from a lot of people that they'll take one month off completely and just dis a whole month. No, sorry. One day off per month. <laughs> it's that, you know, Dutch Canadian accent I have. Sometimes I mix my words, but one day per yeah. month that they take off and they completely disconnect. And I think it's so important because we don't disconnect enough. Yeah. And a lot of 
moms or a lot of women, I I've heard this before in my coaching is that, but it's, I don't have time. What do you say to that tomorrow? <laughs> we make the time for the things that are important. And I think we need to start to see that self-care is important. That's the tough part is we look at all the other things that we need to do day to day as those are important. But if we don't take care of number like us, how do we get all those things done? Yeah, it, it, we don't get those things done. <laughs> no. And I want to kind of go back because I have a really good example of what self-care is not. Mm, okay. Now, when I first actually right before I got sober, I looked at myself and I really thought that if I could just fix the way I looked on the outside, it would heal how mm. I felt on the inside. So a big part of self-care is feeding your body with nutritious foods and getting some getting active, right? Yes, big time. And I know from my own personal self and many, many others is a lot of people who put down the drink, we go full on into health and fitness, or we think it's health and fitness. And I say think because I basically replaced one addiction for another. So this is where there's that fine line of self-care. Like, are you really nourishing your body and being active in a healthy way? Or are you doing it for a different way? So I would eat chicken, broccoli, and rice every single day. Mm-hmm. It, it might be good for you if you have it, you know, once in a while, mix it up a little bit. But, and I was working out seven days a week. I thought that was self-care in the beginning and that led to burnout and actually led to behaviors that were completely opposite of Mm self-care, like binge eating, Mm -hmm. overindulging, not working out or doing anything because I was exhausted. So I just, I wanted to point that out because I have learned to do things a bit more balanced today. Mm -hmm. But that does take time. Yes, it does take time. Right. So for our listeners who are two years or 60 days or five years, you know, trying to find that balance, it just takes time. But giving yourself permission to allow space in your day, mm-hmm. you know, and give yourself variety and learn that working out doesn't work every day. Right. It just doesn't. You're exhausted. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm exhausted. Right. Just everything takes time tomorrow. (laughs) It does. And we don't have to go all in right away. Yeah. And we can ask for help. Yes. Okay. So I, you know, I have a partner and we've been married for quite a long time now. And, you know, I still get hung up with like, oh, I'm supposed to do the laundry, the cooking, driving the kid to school, the pickup, the bill, like all of it. Right. And you know what? I can ask him to do the laundry and he's like, okay. And and I think, why didn't I do that before? Right. So just, again, it's giving yourself permission to just ask for help. Mm -hmm. You know, we, if you have a partner, if you don't, you know, ask a family member, Mm -hmm. ask a friend, get somebody on board to help you with Mm -hmm. life. Cause life is really overwhelming. Yeah. Real quick, before we begin, we have a super exciting announcement. Go, Lane. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay, we've collected, as you know, a lot of data points over the past 36 years of recovery about creativity, relationships, living on purpose, and living a freaking fulfilling life. We now 
have a curated space, a program just for you, my friend. You're sober now, what? We created this for you. We have a flexible program. You can pay monthly, drop in. And right now we're running a special. That's why this is so exciting. Until March 24th, you can get in at $39 a month. Tamar, $39 a month. You can't beat that. I mean, you get our coaching, you get the community, the bi-weekly sessions with us. And of course you get special practices, meditation, and a whole lot of other tools. So head on over and join us at join.nowwhatsociety.com and you'll see right there, you're sober, now what? We'll see you inside. And again, community. Community. Right? It's we're not in this journey alone. So if you're sitting there by yourself listening, come join us in the community, right? Because you can talk to us. You can be accountable. You can say, hey, Tamar Lane, what did you do for self-care in the early days? Or in the late days. Or in the late days. Or in the mid-days. It's like, you know, being 26 years off of drinking and using, like I have to find new ways to care for myself. Yes. Because what worked, you know, last year in the pandemic doesn't work today. Mm -hmm. You know, a manicure is not the thing that I go to anymore. It's a good point. Right. It just, it doesn't. So now I'm throwing things out. That's a great way for me to take care of myself is just like declutter. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? Just like giving myself permission to let go of things. Because I used to take things and buy things and distract myself because that was my form of self-care. Shopping used to be a form of self-care. And I yeah. find myself uh, I think it was back in November or December. I can't remember when it was, but I just, I drove right into target and I knew it was like a binge. I knew I called a friend for 500 <laughs> and they couldn't talk me out of it. Uh, and I just, I watched myself do it. That was not an act of self-care. No, definitely not. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't even an act of, of therapy. It was deliberate. Mm-hmm. And then I'm finding myself throwing things out and I'm like, oh, relief. So I think that's a good way to uh, have self-care these days too. It is because, I mean, most people do spring cleaning, but if you break that up into quarters, yeah. it's really good to get rid of things. It's awesome. It's I mean, awesome. and if you donate your stuff, you're just making somebody else's day. Mm-hmm. So you're being of service as well. Yes. And you know, if you've been listening to the show for a while now, I'm off social media, mm-hmm. right? I gave myself permission to go off and that has been such a huge act of self-care. Yeah. And I'm staying committed to it. I may jump back on, but for now, I have to tell you, I don't miss it. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I mean, what it does to our mindset yeah. to us emotionally yeah. it can be so damaging. I was just having this conversation the other day that when I was younger, I used to be outside and my parents were yelling at us to mm-hmm. come in when it was dark out, right? Mm-hmm. You don't see that a lot anymore. And I think that I'm grateful as a child, I did not grow up with the internet because yeah. I just can't even imagine what it would be like now. Yeah. Forget it. I don't know. The bottom line is that we all have to find ways to soothe ourselves. Uh, the other night I found myself walking without the dogs. Mm-hmm. 
I just took a walk mm-hmm. because I needed soothing. I jumped on a phone call with somebody. Nice. And it was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. Uh, but I think there's something about uh, being accountable to yourself with self-care. You know, taking that day off a month, penciling yeah. it in. I don't know. There's so many things. One of the Important. things, like one of the things I've actually done for self-care mm. lately again was yeah. gone back to therapy. Yes. Right. I felt that with all the change going on and had some trauma come up that I had dealt with for the most part mentally, but not physically. Right. It was still in my body. And so I thought, you know what, now is a good time to give myself mm-hmm. that self-care mm-hmm. and start working on something again. Right. I, you know, it, therapy is not easy. No, it, it's, it takes a lot of courage sometimes to reach out and ask for help, but you know, it's, it's, it, it helps. Right. And at the end of it, I actually feel better. Yeah. Had a good cry this week and it felt good when I got off. <laughs> Yay for the tears. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All these ways that, you know, we say we don't have enough time. We overlook, I'll do it later tomorrow, next week, next month. Just do it today. Yeah. No, I was working with a client earlier and I was like, let's make a list today. Mm -hmm. Let's take the action today. Yeah. No. One, uh, one last thing that I wanted to mention is because, Mm -hmm. you know, there's physical health and there's emotional health is one of the things that I had to learn early on when Mm -hmm. I got sober was to be honest. And I just, you know, I thought of all the ways that we get emotional health. And I think being able to share your secrets with someone you trust, someone who gives you that space, Mm -hmm. will allow you to get that, you know, so you don't feel that shame or guilt anymore. I also believe that that is part of self-care, being able to tell the truth, to say, hey, this is something that I did before. I don't feel good about it. Because, I mean, we've all done many things that, you know, we could feel shame for, but when we talk about it, we start to normalize it, that we're, we're all, you know, we've all done very similar things and we don't have to keep those secrets. So I just, I think that's a good way for emotional self-care. You know, there's many ways that you, that you, I, that we can all take care of ourselves. And I'm just going to pop in with DNA here. Ooh. Uh, because that your DNA, your blueprint will share, will give you insight on really great ways to take care of your body and your being, right? Um, you may not be the type of runner, right? And you're like, oh, I know I want to go on a run. A run is so good for me. And meanwhile, your DNA is like, no, this is not what you need to do, but you've been doing it for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And it's what, it, it, you know, like that's how you get it out, right? That's how you find that like flow state. But meanwhile, your body is falling apart and you're like, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I sit down with a client, we can look at their DNA and say, you know what, let's make, um, let's make a plan around movement that soothes you. And perhaps it's band work. Perhaps it is uh, Tai Chi. Perhaps it is running. You know, may, may, it could be you need to be moving your body really fast. I'm one of those people. I'm supposed to be, yeah, me. I'm supposed to be running like every day. That's what puts me in high 
performance high optimal state. Mm-hmm. And so just having that information is key to living your best life. And that's what we're here to do. Drop the mic. That is a mic drop. And if you haven't, go back and listen to our episode on DNA. Yes. Right. I I am going to go through this and I'm a little worried that I'm not going to be able to eat chicken anymore. But if that's what it says, then that's what it is. At least then I'll know. You know, we had one of our listeners reach out after that episode and she had gotten her DNA work done and she said the same thing. It was amazing tomorrow. I stopped dieting. I got my DNA done. I found out what I could and could not eat. And now I'm actually living with energy. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I've lost weight. And I'm like, boom, there it is. There it is. There it is. So this is, you know, your opportunity to take care of yourself. Yeah. So we're inviting you to really pay attention today. What's going to light you up when you take care of yourself? How are you going to prioritize your physical and emotional health? Yeah, it's pretty good. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Tamar, anything else? Other than make sure you join us in the community. Yeah, let's get in there. uh, Check out our fantastic new program. Do you want me to say it? Yeah, you can say it. Uh, it. It's called You're Sober Now What? Yeah. It's a program. You may have heard that name before. Yeah, there it is. And right now we have it on special and it is only $39 a month. And if you're like a lot of our listeners, people in the world, you know, you need flexibility. You can just jump in for a month, jump out, jump in, jump out. You know, we got your back because mm-hmm. we know what it's like to be out there in the world right now. We're with you. So come join us. Tamara, thanks for hanging out with me today. It's been fun, Lane. See you next time. Don't forget to make sure you join the community right now. It's $39 for the Your Sober Now What program. Weekly coaching sessions, special practices, get in before we change the price.